Listeners, and welcome to another edition of the Heal the Sick podcast. Million here with you, M I L L I A N. I am your ministry provocateur, iconoclast, firebrand, and the resident heretic here at Dominion Fire. Welcome, and uh, I want to invite you to come take this journey with me, you, uh, you church traders, you. We're here today talking with another amazing guest who is, he's one of us. This gentleman is a certified DHT since about 2011 in June, a trainer currently at the Inside Out Training and Equipping School, who you've heard about before, a previous pastor, and also a co-trainer at the Kingdom Awakening Conference via uh, Pete Cabrera and Royal Family International, if if you're familiar with them. Uh, This guy knows his stuff. He's been around, and he's got some good stuff to share with us today. Joining us from Michigan, Gary Jepson. Gary, welcome to the Heal the Sick podcast. How are you, my bro? I am great. Thanks for having me on here. Now, are you a church trader, too? <laughs> well, I've been asked to leave a couple churches. <laughs> okay, that's cool. If you get asked to leave, it's not the same. So that works. That works. So it's awesome to have you here today. Thanks for hanging out and spending time. We're recording a little later in the day than we normally do, but that's all right, because uh, I'm excited to get you on the program. So let's jump right in here. Let's talk some testimonies. Now you were sharing a uh testimony before we got on the air and you also have some radical ones so we got uh we got 10 minutes what do you got to share today all right um this testimony is kind of a long extended one but it happened over a couple months but it started uh late last year when uh where i worked they hired a new office girl and um i don't really act interact with her she's in a different part of the building than i am but some of the people at work directed her towards me because she had some uh, issues uh, with her back. And a lot of people at work have been healed <laughs> through my words. So um, I talked to her, and she had lower back pain, and uh, I told her to go away, and it went away. And so then about a week later, she again approached me with her back pain. So I had her check her legs. I had her sit in the chair and checked it out, and she was a good three-quarter inches shorter on her right leg. So we told the leg to go out, and she laughed. She thought that was quite funny. And so we talked a little bit about church and where she'd been and how boring her church was. And so, um, you know, she she uh, had quite a quite a good time there when we grew out her leg. So then about two weeks later, she approached me, and this is January now, and um, very teary-eyed, very sad, and she asked if I could pray for her. And of course, I responded, sure. And she told me a tale. Um, she says, I'm only 21, and they want to take my other ovary. Uh, it's got lesions on it like the old one did, and the tumors are back, and they're pushing up against my spine, which is probably causing some of my back pain. And she was very concerned about the more cancer surgery and the losing her hair again and all these things that I knew nothing about. So I simply told her that, well, calm down. And I gave her some of the testimonies I had gone through with cancer. And I commanded to go and told her that, you know, it's going to be okay. And um, it's not going to be a problem. And then a week later, she came bouncing up to my desk. And she says, they're all gone. They can't find them anywhere. No tumors, no lesions, and they don't have to do surgery. So she was very happy. <laughs> you know, that's a good thing. And so she... Uh, was just really excited about that and um you know when i saw her in the hallways and stuff she was very happy 
And then about a weekend of February, she came up again, very sad. And she had this story, and I kind of laughed at it. And it was really probably not the best thing to do, but <laughs> it was something to do. Her cancer center had called her and told her they had fired her doctor, her cancer doctor. And they were re-going through all of his clients and checking them all out and doing all new tests again that she didn't have to pay for because I was told her I wouldn't even pay for them. But um, they were doing all the cancer tests over again. And this had scared her. And so, you know, she she was really quite freaked out about this. And so I said, you know, you know it's gone. I know it's gone. We talked to it. It's gone. So I just commanded peace over her passes all understanding and joy unspeakable and she left my desk very happy and uh, much more calm and then a week later she came bouncing up to my desk again <laughs> she just was kind of funny because now it's all better now and they can't find anything wrong with her anywhere they did all her tests and just no nothing that showed that and so it was just a really good testimony, I thought, because, you know, she took that word so hard when they fired her doctor. And it was such a big deal to her. So that was what my, I got to say, my most fun recent testimony I have. <laughs> that's awesome to hear that. Well, that's, uh, I, I know you got some more, so I don't want to take up the time. Give me, uh, give me some more radical ones. What else you got? Okay. Probably the most radical one that I was involved in uh, was a few years ago, uh, I want to say five years ago, and there's a really expensive suburb of, you know, it's outside of Detroit, um, it's about 45 miles south of where I've lived, and um, really upper end, but they had had several suicides in the high school, and they had several more attempts, like I want to say the total was seven successful and 13 attempts. And um, one of the mega churches down the area was having a prayer meeting. And somebody heard about that, and they had heard about me, and I've spoken at several churches in the area. And so they got a hold of me and told me to come to the prayer meeting. So when I got down there, I got to hear all kinds of stuff from people down there, you know, pulling down strongholds and marching around the school and, you know, praying and all these things on. And when it got to be my turn to speak, I said, well, I'm a man. I have to be very practical. <laughs> so I got to have an action plan. And then I went through Curry Blake's How to Spiritually Capture City. And I didn't name that by name, but I basically went through the steps of what to do and um, how we are going to stake out the property and we're going to walk through it and claim it for God. And lo and behold, we went and did that and there was no more suicides. Not even an attempt. And so I just think that's one of the most powerful things you can do for your own property, your own schools, your own town. Just an excellent way to take care of problems like that. But it was so amazing because they just all kind of looked stunned when I suggested they actually do something practical. <laughs> it was good, 150 people there. I was like, wow, I never spoke to a crowd this big. <laughs> that's awesome. And, uh, you know, it's funny you say that because I think a, a great deal of the issue in churches today is that practical application. And that's something I know we try to, to focus in a lot on in our vlogs and, and stuff we do. And mm -hmm. uh, do you feel that that's the case where you see a lot of churches talk about healing or talk about any kind of movements of God? 
And I guess what I hate is when you hear something really cool that God does for you, but no one tells you how to actually do it. That really bothers me. And I'd imagine you've seen that as well. Oh, absolutely. Um, I love Curry Blake's material. Um, And uh, he is just so downright practical about how to do these things. I mean, when I first watched Spiritually Capture City, I went out and did my yard because I have a lot of relatives that have issues. And, um, you know, it was so funny because one particular relative that has issues used to come rant and raven. And um, he, uh, after we did that with the, the property, he literally came in one day, stomping up to the front door, walked in the house, and asked us how about the weather. It was <laughs> like he didn't know why he was asking about the weather. <laughs> it was such a powerful testimony that since then I went out and did our neighborhood and did my, you know, brother-in-law's property and some other pieces of property like where I work and where my kids went to school and things got better. You know, it's just powerful and it's practical, practical Christianity. Yeah, it's awesome to hear that. We're actually, time is flying up here. We're coming up on the end of our first segment already. And uh, again, listeners, we're hearing testimonies in our first segment. And when we come back, we're going to hear more about Gary's background and experience and his personal story. So keep it locked here. And in the meantime, if you're listening at your computer or your mobile device, please visit www.dominionfire.com for a full listing of all our programs and our YouTube vlog. And while you're doing that, we're going to step out for a break. We'll be right back. Hey, guys, Million here. I want to say thank you for listening to this program and for supporting the work we do. I would like to invite you to visit our website at dominionfire.com. And while there, sign up for our VIP email newsletter. This is a free service, and as a member, you will receive early releases of the Heal the Sick podcast, updates on the content we create, members-only discounts in our audiobook store, and exclusive content not released elsewhere. Visit dominionfire.com for full details. And if you subscribe, you will receive our free report entitled A Christian's Guide to Divine Healing for Yourself with tools, tips, and strategies to minister healing for your own conditions. All free by subscribing to our newsletter and by visiting www.dominionfire.com. All right, welcome back to the Heal the Sick podcast. Million here with you again, and also visit our website, www.dominionfire.com, where you can hear the full catalog of the Heal the Sick podcast, as well as check out our ministry vlog called the DeFire Vlog, which you can find on YouTube. And if you're a YouTube user, would you please thumbs up, hit us the uh, subscribe button for us. And if you watch any video, thumbs up, because we need, the, the more you do that, the higher it gets up in the Google rankings, and the more we can get this word out to people about how awesome God is and all the cool stuff he does. So please help us out with that. And uh, while you're doing that, back to our guest, Gary Jepson, joining us today from uh, Michigan. And uh, you're out near the Flint area, so I hear you got some uh, trouble out that way, right? You know, it's funny. Um, people have called me from all over the country asking me, how are you doing with the water crisis? And I kind of laugh because I live out in the countryside. We have a well, <laughs> but we we still buy our drinking water because uh, there's a big salt vein that runs on up through Michigan there, and it's underneath where we live. So 
Oh. It, it even kills the plants if I water with that. <laughs> <laughs> so we've always bought our gal- drinking water by the gallon. Runs about 40 cents a gallon, so it's never been that big of a deal. <laughs> yeah, fair enough, fair enough. Yeah. So you've uh, you've been in this game for a long time from what you tell me, and you've been through a lot of stuff, and you've seen some stuff. So in this segment, we get into background and experience. So would you please share your story with us? Well, I guess the story starts multi-generations ago ago and um my great 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 grandparents came over from uh, germany and uh the netherlands area and so they were lutheran of course and so i'm multi-generational lutherans probably rolling over in their graves sometimes thinking about me but uh you know my parents gave me a love of scripture uh they really did and uh I mean, for example, when I was 14 years old, me and another guy uh, were teaching the 8- and 10-year-olds because we already knew more than our teacher did. And uh, it was kind of funny that I found somebody like me that knew the Bible and really enjoyed Scripture. And so I was going along pleasantly in my life with my uh, two-point children and uh, a spare dog or a cat in our life. And about 16 years ago... uh, when my son was three, um, he kept wandering out of Sunday school class. So I ended up teaching the Sunday school class, sort of being like a kindergarten cop in the Sunday school class. If he <laughs> see me walking around with all the kids holding on the rope and blowing the whistle. <laughs> I had about 22 children in that class and a couple of blonde teenage girls helping me. And so we, we had fun with it. Uh, but when we sang out and had the kids sing up in front of church, you know, like they do. But one day, a couple that was visiting stopped by, and they had a little four-year-old boy with them. And they seemed really nervous about dropping him off. And they sat in on the class for a little bit and watched us do our crafts and uh, do some different things. And they finally went off to adult Sunday school and left the child there. But then we got to the part where we were doing our singing our songs. And so when we sang Jesus Loves Me, suddenly this kid's pounding his head on the ground. That was just a little bit freaky for a Lutheran boy. And so then we calmed him down and um, got him doing a craft again, and then we sang nothing but blood. And this kid ran his head into the wall. And I was like, okay, this is just a little too weird. So I sent one of my helpers off to get the pastors, and they brought back the senior pastor, and he uh, watched this event take place where the kid was screaming gutturally and banging his head and trying to bang his head while I was trying to hold on to him. And um, so he went and got the parents, and then I overheard him tell the parents, the best thing we can do is tell you to go down to the priest down the street. Uh, Okay, hold on. Let me stop you right there. He said take him to a priest. (laughs) Take him to the Catholic priest down the street. So he's outsourcing the whole spiritual thing to... A Catholic priest. Catholic church down the road, right? Yeah. Didn't like the Lutherans and Catholics not get along at one point in history? Oh, yeah. I mean, they don't get along at all. <laughs> I'm not sure they still do. <laughs> and now just a quick side note. See, in church, I also bang my head on the wall, but that's not for spiritual reasons. That's just for some of the church stuff that goes on. But anyway, okay, so I just wanted to get that clear. So, okay, go ahead. So we're at the priest now. <laughs> oh, yeah. Well, this made me mad. I mean, it made me mad. I, I think that's yeah, probably definitely. as close as I've ever been to righteous anger. <laughs> <laughs> uh, it's understandable, without a doubt. Oh, yeah. I mean, I am mad. I mean, how do I protect my children? How do I prepare my family for this? You know, I don't I don't know what to deal with that, but I am definitely in the wrong church. 
And so this started me exploring. Well, meanwhile, I guess my sister had already found this event out or something like it because she'd been sending my wife Joyce Meyer CDs. And so my wife got me started listening to Joyce Meyer, who also got kicked out of the Lutheran church. <laughs> <laughs> Starting to see a pattern here. <laughs> yeah. So um, I started learning. And then, of course, I went to TV preachers. And I ended up watching a Rod Parsley. And I really learned something from his statement here. Don't worry if you can't believe this will happen, because then it will never happen to you. And that really got my attention, because I don't, as a Lutheran, don't believe in healing. I don't believe in deliverance. You know, I mean, yeah, it happened. I believe it happened, but I've never seen it. Well, if I don't believe it, and then it probably won't ever happen to me. And so I had to change my thinking. <laughs> and... Um, you know, there were several other preachers I uh, started learning from. I watched everything, read everything I could, until I got to Andrew Womack's materials. And I learned a lot from him. <laughs> this was uh, probably 2005 I got a hold of Andrew Womack materials, and I immersed myself in everything he wrote and everything he recorded, and tons of it is free, available on the Internet. Actually, got baptized in the Spirit by reading one of his books. Nice. Yeah. And so um, I really learned a lot from his ministry. Uh, went out to one of his conferences. Um, did enjoy it. Uh, not as much as I thought. I, You know, you see the crowds in the picture, but you don't really think about that many people being there. And you're just one of, you know, 300 people in this little room. So, um, you know, there wasn't any real interaction there. And so um, somewhere along the line there, I uh, got a hold of some information from Timothy Jorgensen. And um, I, uh, I had a great time with him. I called him up and he talked to me and he answered questions and he emailed me back and forth. And I learned a lot from him. And when I started asking him more questions, he directed me to JGLM. And that was great, because although I'd had a few successful healings under um, Andrew Womack, my results skyrocketed after I got a hold of JGL material and uh, took the GHT in June of 2011. Um, you know, people ask me, like, what do I mean by results? I'd say... Pretty darn close to 95% with unsaved people, and less than that with saved people who want to argue about their healings. <laughs> gotcha. And so, um, you know, it's it's one of those crazy things that I um, somewhere along the line I'd stop being a meth, uh, stop being Lutheran, and uh, started attending a Methodist church, and I got involved in their pastor program. And I kind of had to prove it to myself before I uh, stepped out in faith. And so I'd go up and, you know, put a hand on somebody's shoulder. I'd uh, uh, pray with them. You know, I didn't really pray with them. You know, I just I thought to myself, lay hands on the sick and they shall be healed. But I'd ask them about their day. And then they'd walk off and forget their walker. And so I'd have mm. to say, you want to take your walker with you? And they'd get so confused looking. So it was kind of one of those ones I had to prove it to myself before I'd be willing to go out and just do it. <laughs> and so, oh, yeah. you know, and it works. And, um, it, 
you know, but um, like I said, in the church, I have a lot of people that argue with it. Um, I still know a ton of Catholic people, and I still uh, pray for them. And a lot of times they're more receiving of it than Methodists and Baptists, because they want to argue with people. <laughs> they want to tell you why they deserve their, their sickness or their illness. <laughs> Thank you, Martin Luther. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> it's just crazy. And so, um, you know, I just have learned a ton from JJLMDC. And like I said, my my results just skyrocketed. Um, and it is such a powerful testimony when you can go out and heal people and talk to them about Jesus. And now you have their attention. And Definitely. it just really um, changes the world. Oh. And and so from there, you were you're now a trainer with Inside Out, and you did some uh, stuff at Royal Family. How'd you get involved in all that? Well, it was kind of funny. Um, one time, uh, I was messing around on the computer on uh, Pete Cabrera's site, and somehow or another, I thought I was signing up to get prayer, um, be on a prayer t- uh, to pray. Um, I guess get prayer. Um, there was a couple things I wanted to learn. Somehow or another, I signed up to be one of the people praying for people. Um, and that was kind of weird because all of a sudden I started getting emails from people all over the country and some out of the world out of, out of the U.S. wanting prayer. And so um, I just started praying, commanding for people to get better, and they were. And <laughs> it was, was kind of funny. Um, and... Hmm. Then um, with DHT, uh, because there's so few of us in Michigan, um, I get regular requests to go down to this hospital or that hospital and pray for people. And so um, I got to experience a lot of praying for people with sicknesses and illnesses and weird things that I've never heard of before in my life. And so um, that got pretty crazy. But while I was at the DHT, um, there was a lady there who was doing some um, online privacy classes. And so um, she she sent me a couple emails, and I finally, um, oh, my email is um, sirhealer at gmail.com, which is real easy for everybody to remember. And so I get emails from people all over the place all the time wanting prayer. And so um, I uh, got... Um, Anyway, I ended up taking this online prophecy class. And um, so I took that class, and then I took another class, took another class, and pretty soon uh, I was teaching it. And within a year, you know, when you're teaching, you know, 15, 20 people a time and you're doing it every week, pretty soon I had several hundred people that can prophesy because I taught them how to. And it really made me realize that God wants to talk to people. He just needs you to slow down your life and listen to him. And so it has been really amazing. And then after doing that for a couple of years, um, you know, it, we were up in the several hundred that I personally had taught. And as a group, we taught uh, like a thousand. And then one lady who happened to be one that I got to teach prophecy to, she took it, the program, and organized it and went nuts with it. And so thus began Inside Out. And that was a young lady was Cheryl Fritz. And she is a powerhouse. She just, uh, she, I think uh, Inside Out is now like four years old. And there's like 
close to 11,000 people in the group, and thousands have been trained in prophecy, and literally thousands have been trained in prophecy, like over three, and thousands have gone through our healing classes, and hundreds, if not a thousand, have gone through our deliverance classes. And so um, Cheryl just took that firebrand and made it a roaring flame in the sky. <laughs> you know, she she got hold of the internet and twisted it. <laughs> she is. Yeah, a, she did. She is. She's a she's a powerful lady of God. Just really into teaching and growing people and exploring everything that God wants to give us. And totally. so it's been a great pleasure being one of the trainers at Inside Out. That's great. We're uh, actually a little long in the segment, but I wanted to hear uh, more of your story. So um, thank you for sharing that with us. And listeners, we are up against our second break already. This is crazy how fast the show's going for me. And uh, Gary Jepson joining us today from Michigan. And uh, when we get back, we're going to hear some lesson time, some prayer time, and uh, all that and more coming up after this next segment. Keep it locked here on the Heal the Sick podcast. Back in a moment. Hey guys, Million here. Please visit www.dominionfire.com for the latest episodes of the Heal the Sick podcast, and also for our video vlog series entitled The D-Fire Vlog. After visiting dominionfire.com, please visit our YouTube channel at youtube.com forward slash dominionfirechurch and hit the subscribe button and make sure to hit the thumbs up for any video you watch. This content is available for free and new videos are posted throughout the week. That's dominionfire.com first, and then youtube.com forward slash dominionfirechurch. Thank you, and we'll see you soon. All right, listeners, this is it. Final segment on a program that has flown by today. I mean, normally these, these segments and these interviews, they go so fast, and I can't believe the time's up. Today, just extra fast, which always means it's so good and so just an enjoyable conversation. And Gary Jepsman has been sharing with us today his journey and his testimonies, and it's just been so enjoyable uh, to have you here, Gary. And at this point in the program, we ask if you'll teach us something. You'll share a little lesson or mini sermon or something that's on your heart. So for about five minutes or so, what would you like to share with us today? Uh, my favorite teaching uh, really is on dominion, and what I mean by dominion is we were created to have dominion in this world. Uh, there's multiple scriptures on this. Uh, Joe Finero does an awesome teaching on this. He's a great, um, great preacher on dominion, and you know it's one of those things that. I heard a lesson on it somewhere in those 15 years that I was searching, and I want to say it was about 10 years ago, that I heard a teaching on taking dominion over problems. Now, I got to tell you, I'm living in a rural farmhouse. It's about 100 years old, um, and I swear the bugs get in and out of the house better than I do. (laughs) You know, and I hate mosquitoes. I mean, I hate him with a passion. <laughs> and during the um, the summer, uh, Michigan would probably be a swamp if they didn't drain it. And so we have mosquitoes here. And so during the summer, uh, they would get so bad uh, around here that at one time, uh, I used to really irritate my wife, and I would hang a bug zapper over the kitchen sink. So the next <laughs> morning, flush them all down the drain. 
and there'd be hundreds of dead mosquitoes. And I heard a teaching on taking dominion over mosquitoes. This was a new thought to me. And so I just started taking dominion over mosquitoes. Now, I haven't changed windows, haven't changed doors, haven't recited the house, haven't had a mosquito in the house. I think we had one last year. It flew by me and died as I grabbed it. Um, that year, I put away the bug zapper. I've never brought it out again. Uh, they're just gone. They're just gone. Now, the following year, uh, I was doing a uh, class at night uh, to an adult Bible study, and I happened to um, be teaching probably on Dominion. I'm not real sure what I was teaching on that night, but several of us are standing outside the church underneath the lit portico, you know, where people come up and park and let people out when it's raining. And it was nighttime, and I was talking to these two guys and just witnessing about something. And all of a sudden, one of them was pointing at my arm and kind of freaking out. And I'm like, what? I didn't like being interrupted. I looked out, and there's a cloud of mosquitoes around my arm, about an inch away from my arm. And they're like trying to fly through that inch and aren't making it. And it was just so weird. I mean, the hair on the back of my neck standing up, and I'm like, oh, that is too cool. And the other two guys are just kind of freaking out. (laughs) And so um, they both testified that following Sunday about me and mosquitoes. (laughs) And I told them what I learned. And, you know, and it really pointed out to me why I kind of had to leave that church because people were like, got mad about the fact that I don't get bitten by mosquitoes anymore. And, <laughs> you it's know, a strange thing to get mad at, you know? <laughs> yeah, they, they were upset about the fact. And I mean, it, the attitude was just weird. And it was like they were upset that I was getting blessed. And, you know, I've taken that teaching and just taught that to people and um, that we don't have to take what the world dishes out. We're not, we're not the tail. We're the head of the dog. You know, and these are all scriptural things. But then I combined that teaching with, I uh, mentioned it before, um, Curry Blake spiritually capturing a city. When I heard that lesson, that just jumped in my soul. And I got, immediately got the image in the words of King of Kings. Jesus is King of Kings. So who are the little kings that he's king over? And what I heard in my spirit was, we are if we will take a kingdom. And so um, that is really the most powerful teaching I've ever had, is if I choose to decide to take authority over an area, and I'll take responsibility of an area, that is a kingdom that I am taking over. And so when I claim the land for God, and I tell demons to get out, and they can't come back into this area, and I tell that with authority that I now um, control that, I mean, it sounds very prideful and conceited, but they don't come back anymore. And that area gets better. And people don't scream and yell in that area. And they don't go out and do suicidal things. And they don't go out and hurt their neighbors. And they don't, uh, you know, it just changes the world in that area. You know, we are created to be kings. And we're supposed to take dominion over this earth. And we're supposed to take control of things like that. 
We don't control the people, but we can definitely control an area and take authority and responsibility over it. And that, to me, is the most important thing we can do. To me, that is unbelievably powerful, that I can tell an area that they won't be sick, that I'm not going to have demons in this area, and that things have to change for the better in an area. And when we do that, we become a king over that area so that we can report to Jesus that here, this is your kingdom that you are king over. And we've taken authority, and we've taken control of that area, and we are in authority over that area. But it is a lot of work, and you actually have to go and claim the area. You have to go and mark the area. You have to go and speak over the area. But the results are amazing, and they do change that area. And so it is. that is my favorite teaching. Um, I, I don't know that I can condense it down anymore. Mm-hmm. Um, but it is just, to me, it's changing the world. We're supposed to change the world we live in. Why not start in your neighborhood? You know, make up authority. And one quick follow-up on that question. Why do you think that people don't currently do that? I would say biggest thing is they don't know they have authority or it's too much work. I hate to think it's too much work, but I've known some pretty lazy Christians. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, we're all guilty of that, sorry. (laughs) Yeah, I mean, I I know people that are still waiting for God to open a door. You're a Christian. Blow the door open and walk through it, you know? Kick the thing down, will you? (laughs) Exactly. Kick it open and go break into ministry, you know? Awesome. Yeah, it's just... Either they just don't know, they don't believe the word, or they don't know the word, or they don't think it's worth the effort. I'm I'm not real sure. That's awesome. Gary, if people would like to contact you or find out more about you, or maybe uh, uh, learn how to prophesy, for instance, how can people track you down? Where can they find you? (laughs) All right. Um, You can contact me anytime at sirhealer at gmail.com. I've had that email address for oh, close to eight years now, and it's pretty easy to remember. It's all one word, all little letters, circular at gmail.com. Also, I'm on Inside Out Training and Equipping School. Um, I've worn the T-shirt lots of places, and people train ask me what I'm training and equipping for, and I said, anything you need. <laughs> and so... Uh, Inside Out Training Equipping, it's on Facebook, and uh, it's free classes, and uh, Skype is a free download meeting program, and uh, it's audio only, so you don't you can wear your pajamas and have a bad hair day, and nobody will know. And uh, the easy classes to take, and they will grow you stronger. Uh, and, you know, anytime you want to get a hold of me, uh, absolutely, no problems. And of course, listeners, on our website at Dominion Fire, there'll be a page for this program. You can find contact info there. And if uh, there's any problem at all, you can email me at dominionfirechurch at gmail.com, and uh, I will make sure you get in contact with them. So that's another possibility. Now, we're getting towards the end, and this is uh, a fan favorite here on the Heal the Sick podcast when we enter a little bit of prayer time to close out our show. And we always ask our guests if they'll pray for our audience for any kind of healing or if you want to do a prophetic word or you get any promptings or discernment or word of knowledge, anything at all. Anything goes here in our prayer segment. So, um, Gary, would you please pray for our audience and take us all the way to an amen, please? Absolutely. 
right now, I want to speak to all the listeners to this, that know that you have all of God inside of you. All you have to do is just let it out. And I want to release the peace that passes all understanding over you. Just flow down over you right now. I was asking myself earlier today and asking to see if there's anything in particular. And I just heard there's so much sadness and so much anxiousness um, out there. And so I just want to pray that the peace that passes all understanding flow over you right now. That you feel his presence wrap around you and comfort you. And then I'd like to anoint you with the oil of gladness. Joy unspeakable flow over you right now. Enjoy life. God has built this huge, wonderful world, and he just wants us to enjoy it. Take dominion over it. Take authority over the problems. Not over the people. We don't lord over people, but just take authority over any problems. Speak to them. If money's your issue, pull out your wallet and your checkbook right now, pop the credit cards out, and speak to them that they'll be filled with money. In Jesus' name, and that the debts will go away. And just speak it every day until it happens. And it will happen. God loves you. He is your biggest cheerleader. He's never more than a breath away from you. Never more than a breath away from you. He is anxiously waiting to talk with you, speak with you, walk with you, and enjoy your journey together. So I just want to release that peace and presence over you so that you're just wrapped up in him. It's wrapped all around you. Speak that power and authority and dominion to be start wrapping around your world so that you know that you can change it. So right now I want to say one more time, peace that passes, all understanding, wrapped around you, and the joy and speakable flowing through your life today, tomorrow, the rest of this week, the rest of your life, walking with him in his presence. You're wrapped up in Jesus and he's inside of you. Just walk in that power and authority and dominion and start enjoying life and enjoy it more abundantly. In Jesus' name, amen. Mm, Love it. Love it. Amen. Amen. Audience, thank you so much. Gary, it's been a pleasure having you here. Thank you for being with us today. And audience, thank you as well for hanging out and sharing this time with us. I definitely appreciate you being here on the Heal the Sick podcast. So it's uh, coming along well since the start of the year. We took a little time down and we're back uh, rolling along here. So staying on our hustle for 2016 through the first quarter. We're uh, bringing you wonderful guests and we definitely appreciate you staying with us through the thick and the thin, the good and the bad. And it's uh, so awesome. Thank you so, so much. Anytime, visit the website at www.dominionfire.com where you can find all of our social media links and you can find our podcast in its entirety, the full catalog. You can jump on with iTunes if that's how you get your content. And please visit us on YouTube with the DeFire vlog where we do a weekly vlog on various topics and just sharing ministry life. And if you're on YouTube, please thumbs up, subscribe, and uh, on any individual videos that you watch, please subscribe as well. And uh, we're going to be back, continue in this program, continue bringing you the uh, wonderful guests of the Heal the Sick podcast. And I thank you again for joining us. And as we always say here in our ministry, boom, goes Yeshua. We'll see you next time.